It's the Craggy Rugby Podcast. I'm Rob Murphy, your home for all the Connacht rugby news. This week, we're looking ahead to Benetton Treviso arriving at the sports ground for Connacht's first Pro 14 home game of the season. Saturday, 7.35 kickoff live on Galway Bay FM. And we'll have full coverage afterwards in the podcast too. Today, we're looking ahead to that through the press conference where Nigel Carolyn was speaking from the management perspective. We also heard from Paul Boyle and Kyle Godwin. Lots to look forward to then. William's on interviews. You'll hear that first. William and Lindley will be along a little bit later as well to look back on last week and look ahead to this weekend. First of all, though, from the press conference, let's start with Connick's back coach, Nigel Carolan, followed by Paul Boyle and Kyle Godwin. On the back of what we thought were three very um, useful pre-season games, um, where we used like 42 players uh, I thought things were building nicely and um, yeah it didn't materialise on uh, on Saturday evening the way we would have liked um, mainly down just to inaccuracies maybe some poor decision making and um, and sometimes the bounce of the ball doesn't go your way and um, you know it, but hopefully those things have been addressed uh, yesterday in our review and, and we can start looking forward to Treviso Looking at it at the time and then looking at it again in, in replay, it was a strangely passive performance at times by Connacht there was uh, maybe just didn't seem to get up to the speed of the game Yeah and talking to a few of the players afterwards they seemed to think as well they were, they were blown um, one of the areas that we put it down to we had a passage about five minutes into the game which was um, it lasted for about 20 phases and uh, again it was really sapping on our forwards I thought we at times, because maybe our backs didn't use the ball as well as they could, we overused our forwards. And I think the knock-on effect there was maybe the next 10 minutes, I think they were a little bit flatter than we'd normally expect. So, um, you know, that was disappointing. They had a a drive from all opportunity five metres out shortly after that. And, and again, that collapse is normally an area that we'd we'd back ourselves and um, we'd take advantage of. And, and when that didn't happen, I think that... The swing is that Scarlett scored, you know, about two minutes later on the other side, and that was a, a, one of the big momentum shifts in the game. How frustrating is it when you've had a good three wins in the preseason? Is, is there any hangover from the Ulster loss in May? Was it, because it was a similar type of performance at times to what we saw in Belfast. No, I don't think the two are related whatsoever. I think um, I think always when you start preseason, it's it's always fresh. Players are in, enthused over pre-season because they think they're, you know, they're they're given a fair opportunity again. So, um, no, I don't think it had anything to do with uh, with the Ulster. I think it was, uh, I think the way the three games went over the pre-season, I thought we were we were shaping up really well, and um, yeah, it, it just for many little reasons, it, it just didn't materialise. But it's, uh, you know, it's only the first game, you know, and we're certainly not panicking. We know that when we looked at our review that. We are certainly creating opportunities and a little bit better, better decision making, and we'll take advantage of those. So we're not panicking, for sure. It's a, it's a long road, and uh, and that's only the first little hurdle. And look, it's important that we bounce back this week and, and put things right against a really physical Treviso side. They put, um, you know, they, they gave Leinster a real difficult game at the weekend. So we're not expecting it to be a pushover, but we know that if we if we play to our our strengths, we'll, you know, we we can look after it.
Paul, you, didn't, you weren't involved on Saturday, so I'm assuming that you're going to be involved this Saturday. Uh, what's the general mood? It must have been a little bit difficult to, t- to take a performance like that, considering how well uh, pre-season went. Yeah, the, mo- the mood was a little bit down yesterday, um, and, ex- and rightly so as well. Like We did um, we did lose the game, we didn't get a bonus point, um, and we were going into that game with, with a lot of confidence. So it was, a, I wouldn't say a shock, but it, it wasn't what we wanted. Um, but we reviewed the game yesterday, uh, parked it, Train today, and we're we're ready to go now for Saturday. The result aside, I suppose the performance was the was, was the, the key problem. It, it looked a, a passive performance, and there was a lot of little errors and bad decision making. Is is that how you saw it? Do you have to take the result and the performance and separate them? Uh, there was just a, I suppose a few little things that went that went wrong, um, and also it was tough conditions. So when we didn't get uh, a few scores in the first half with the half decent conditions, it was very tough in the second half when uh, Scarlets were kind of pinning us back. So um, there was a lot of different um, a lot of different reasons that we didn't get the result, but we went through that yesterday, and like I said, we parked and I'm ready to go now for this weekend. Uh, yeah, we're well, obviously very disappointed with that um, result. Uh, we had a, we've had a great preseason and we had a great preseason games and. To go out there to Wales and produce, produce that performance, we were very disappointed with. So it was a um, good hard look at ourselves on the Monday, um, but a lot of good lessons learned, you know, and stuff there that we can fix pretty quickly and make sure that we're right for this weekend. I suppose the proof of the lessons is in the performance that's, that's upcoming on Saturday, so everybody's ready to go for Benetton. Yeah, of course, of course. You know, they're a, they're a great sight, so we've got a lot of respect for them. You know, they're going to come with some big physical men and they've got some dangerous men out wide for that counter-attack. So for us, we're going to make sure that we're fully prepped and we prep well for this game and, you know, we'll, we'll be making sure we put in our best foot forward in a, in a home game for us. It looked a bit on Saturday that it was a bit passive and maybe players were looking to the other guy to do it. Did, did that come up in the review? I mean, did everybody sort of say, put up their hand and say, I didn't do enough and I have to do more? Of course, everyone everyone reviewed the game and watched where they went wrong. You know, it was it was a team team effort. We, um, we could have easily worked there as a team to get that result. There was a number of opportunities for us to put some points on the board or score some tries and we, we didn't work well as a team um, and f- for us you know it's it's good hard to look at ourselves individually and making sure that we're doing our roles for the team and from there we'll go forward and hopefully get some results. Okay you heard from Nigel Carolyn, Paul Boyle and Kyle Godwin there during the press conference chatting to William Davis speaking of William he was chatting to Lindy McKenzie after the press conference today and looking ahead to Saturday's huge game for Connacht as they look to bounce back from the disappointment of the Clatley Scarlet's defeat Thanks Rob subdued performance on Saturday and they had a bit of a subdued press conference I think they're still conjugating on that defeat at uh, the Scarlet's yeah, I think it really kind of took them some by surprise. They just weren't expecting it. You know, everything had gone so well in, in the preseason, you know, the, with the three wins and everything looked wonderful, and particularly against the match against Munster. And I really think that that result and that performance, particularly in the first half, took them by surprise. When they analysed it down, um, they talked about accuracy, they talked about small mistakes and... I, I'm not 100% sure that they f- have fully worked out why the, the the performance was so below what they had with the three decent wins in the preseason. But it did 
it it does seem to have caught them up short, and I think they realise they've had to reset very quickly. Yeah, they, they there wasn't really any major reasons given. Maybe they they have some behind the scenes, but we don't. They're not t- talking to us about it. Yes, they mentioned inaccuracies, and and they mentioned um, the uh, poor decision making. I think was another one that they mentioned. They also mentioned the weather. You know, it, the weather wasn't great, but you know that's hardly an excuse. So, I think what they're going to be looking at. Put that one behind them. It's it's finished. It's over. Learn from it. Whatever they've learned from it, whatever you know, errors to fix the errors or to fix the mistakes, and move on to this one because this is far more important. It's the first match at home. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I suggested to Nigel there that um, this is almost a twenty match season now. The one game is gone. They've got nothing out of it. So it's it's no there's there's no ten home and ten away games. In the Pro 14, if you want to be competitive, you've got to win about 13 or 14 games is, and pick up bonus points along the way. So Saturday night's an opportunity to do that. They have to be careful, I suppose, that they don't fall into this trap that Treviso are going to turn up and they're going to be missing lots of players there with Italy because we had that discussion prior to the Scarlets and uh, it didn't seem to make much difference. And Treviso were impressive in a very tight defeat at home to Leinster. They only lost by five points. It was uh, 32-27 to Leinster. Connacht really need to just concentrate on their own stuff, don't they? Well, I think that has been the philosophy of of Andy Friend, you know, last year. Um, I think, you know, you have to look at, they're not going to take, you know, Treviso lightly. I mean, look, they improved, you know, amazingly over the last five years incrementally and since Karen Crowley came in from New Zealand to coach them. They've always been tricky. They've always been very hard nuts to to crack here at the sports ground because they are so tough to break down. Also, look, they can play a little bit loosely as well, which is always difficult. A bit like zebra, but they're but they're they're tougher and more physical. And I think that's what um Connacht are going to have to be very careful of this week is the physicality and you know as we know in the press conference today they've already got two injuries in that back row so that's also going to have a major impact. Yeah Colby Fanga with a knee problem and Owen McEwen with a calf problem. By the sounds of it they're both reasonably serious injuries maybe not as bad as they initially thought but I think we, they, they, those players could be out for a bit of a time. Um, so it's an opportunity for maybe the likes of uh, Robin Copeland, um, who didn't play much rugby for Connacht last year, to come t- to make a step up. Paul Boyle was up today for an interview, which kind of suggests he might be playing. I'm sure he's absolutely delighted to get this chance. I suppose he was a bit surprised that he didn't play last week because he did finish the season so strongly. But it really is now, it's a reset but it would have been much easier, even if they'd lost last week, if there'd been a better performance. Well, I think you have to look at the second half, and I think that's what they'll be looking at. They had a good, strong bench. The second half was was a, a super performance if you take it in isolation of 40 minutes of rugby. And I think they're going to be looking at the positives from that and maybe just look at the uh, help look at the fixing the inaccuracies of the first half. And hopefully the weather, despite the storm, so it's supposed to be arriving doesn't have any effect. The round one of the Pro 14 is complete and here are the results. Cheetahs 48, Glasgow 14. 
Ulster 38, Ospreys 14, Munster 39, Dragons 9, Scarlets 18, Connacht 10, Kings 27, Cardiff 31, Benetton 27, Leinster 32, and Edinburgh 50, Zebra 15. So in Conference B, there were wins for Munster, Scarlets, Edinburgh and Cardiff. Kings, Connacht and Benetton all lost. Connacht got no points, but Kings and Benetton both got a bonus point. Round two kicks off next Friday, October the 4th, with two games. Glasgow versus the Scarlets at 7.35pm and Leinster versus Ospreys at 7.35pm. And then on Saturday, October the 5th, Kings play Munster at 3pm Irish time. Zebra play the Dragons at 5pm Irish time. Cardiff play Edinburgh at 5.15pm. Cheetahs play Ulster at 5.15pm. And Connacht play Benetton at 7.35pm at the sports ground. Connacht's first home game of the season and the last match of round two of this season's Pro 14. That's it for this week's show. A reminder, if you want to get involved and sponsor us, just send us an email, craggyrugby at gmail.com and we'd love to chat to you. Next week, well, on Monday, we'll be out again looking back at the big weekend game against Benetton Treviso, who played so well against Leinster last week. Can they cause another little bit of a shock and maybe even an upset? Connacht will have to improve on what we saw against the Clinetley Scarlets. That's what the management and players are saying. That's what the fans will be saying as well. But we'll all be looking forward to the first home game of the season live on Galway Bay FM and the podcast coming on Monday. Talk to you then. Loose, cut it loose. Break out or nothing changes. Sad and confused. Don't wait until you 